Welcome to the Westpeak Podcast, the podcast for all things startup related. John Brennan here today, and I'm talking to my colleague, Alton Faraday, who manages HBAN, the Halo Business Angels Network for the West Northwest region of Ireland. And before we start talking about investments and investors, it's important to state that with the COVID-19 pandemic, we're into the unknown somewhat with regard to investor sentiment and investor plans. But for the moment, let's push COVID-19 to one side and talk about HBAN and the seed investment process. Alton, can you explain to our listeners what HBAN is and what its aims are? Yeah, John, um, HBAN, as you said, stands for Halo Business Angels Network. Um, and essentially what we're trying to do is match the needs of entrepreneurs in, on one side who are looking to grow and scale their business opportunity. We're trying to match them with uh, private investors or high net worth individuals, individuals on the other side. Um, so people who have ideas uh, around uh, business opportunities and need funding to get them off the ground and to grow them. And we're matching those with people who have the money who can make that happen. Uh, so that's the key thing is a matchmaking service, essentially. Um, and we're constantly trying to grow the deal flow of companies. So, uh, you know, grow the opportunities that exist out there. Uh, and we're also also trying to grow the investment community all the time as well. Okay, so moving on and just looking at the process, can you summarize what are the most important issues that startups need to address when seeking funding from investors? So I suppose the, the key thing is there's got to be an opportunity out there or a problem that you're solving. Okay, so be it an opportunity or problem, can you quantify that? Okay, can you verify that there is an opportunity or a problem that exists? Can you verify it? Um, and can you put a, a figure on that? Okay, what is the scale of the opportunity or the scale of the problem that exists? Okay, uh, so validate that, verify that. Um, and your solution. Okay, um, what then is your solution to addressing that problem or that opportunity? Uh, and a key part of the solution is the how of the solution, how it works, okay, in practice for the end user or the customer, how they can use your solution to uh, better grasp an opportunity in the marketplace uh, or to uh, solve a problem that they have. And that's the foundation for your business idea or your product, okay? So as I said, uh, you know, when you understand, you know, uh, and you validate what the opportunity or the problem is, then you've got to quantify that. You know, how big is the market? Okay, what's the market size, and what's the accessible market size? You can't uh, capture the whole market. What can you re realistically uh, capture in terms of the market? Okay, and what business model are you going to use for that? Okay, are you going to take a business to business approach? Okay. Are you going to take a business to customer approach or both? Um, and a key part of, of your plans around this is uh, being able to demonstrate traction to potential investors. So they're going to want to see that you've investigated this already and you've identified uh, what the, the best business model is going to be. And ideally, they're looking for some evidence of commercial traction. Uh, be careful as well, business to consumer. Uh, that takes money, okay? If you're trying to build a brand, it often takes more money than, than you expect. Uh, 
next thing then is uh, the route and the time to market. Okay, are you going the direct sales route? Are you going to use distributors? Are you going to adopt a licensing model? Uh, how will so? What are you planning to do? How will you do it? How will you get to market? Uh, what are the costs around that? Are there any regulatory issues uh, in terms of accessing the market? And this would be particularly relevant, we'd say, for medical device sector. Another thing is the differentiator. What's unique uh, about your offering? Okay, what makes you stand out in the marketplace? What niche are you serving? Okay, um, why would the customer uh, go to you? as opposed to your competitors. So it's important there to acknowledge your competitors, your current competitors, and to look into the future and see can you identify any potential competitors that may um, arrive in the future. Next part is your team. You can't do it all yourself. Um, so you've brought your project this far, uh, but how are you going to bring it um, to a growth stage? How are you going to access international markets? Who are the key people that you need? When do you need them? How are you going to get them? How much do they want to cost? Um, have you got advisors? Okay, so not necessarily just on, on the payroll, but have you got advisors uh, who can uh, who you can tap into to get advice and support? Um, so team, that's important. Uh, the funding requirements, all of that, uh, all of the stuff that, that I've just outlined there, that takes money, okay? Building the team, accessing the market, you know, refining and building the product, that all costs money, okay? So what funding do you need? How much funding do you need? Where are you going to use that funding? Where do you plan to get it? Uh, how far will that funding take you? Will you need subsequent funding rounds later on again? These are things that investors want to see that you've thought about at least. And then the final thing, I suppose, is what they want to what they want to see is how are they going to exit um, their investment? Okay, so they're willing to get involved for three, four, five, six years maybe, but they want to get out um, of that business and they want to make a return. So how do you propose um, those investors will exit um, the, the company uh, in five or six years' time? Alton, that's really quite an exhaustive list of topics. So where should they begin the process? Well, as we just outlined there uh, a few minutes ago, you know, a key part of what they're doing is validating the market. So primary market research is key, okay? Um, so you've got to start building relationships with people, okay? You've identified the opportunity somewhere or you've identified the problem somewhere. Maybe you're coming from an industry sector and you see a problem or you're, you're in an industry sector and you see an opportunity. You've got to build relationships with people who will help you validate um, you know, whether that's a real problem or if an opportunity exists, okay? So you don't want to be talking to people who are going to give you uh, a positive uh, answer for the sake of it. You want to give people who critique what you're doing and give you some real qualified feedback, okay? Ideally be talking to potential customers and validating the need in that way. Um, be careful uh, when you're talking to the customers that you're got, you've got a good understanding of their particular needs, not your um, idea as to what the customer need is okay so understand the customer needs and then develop a solution that meets that okay ideally can you develop and um, you know if you've got a minimum viable product you can test that in the marketplace that will help maybe get you some early uh, commercial traction and will help you build the sales pipeline 
okay, people mightn't write you a check immediately, but at least they might say, well, you know, I'll give you a letter of intent uh, or I'll place a purchase order and when the product is ready to go, I'll buy it uh, or come back to me. Um, as I said, well, uh, the business model, what business model you're going to use, um, you know, what have you identified in terms of the accessible market size and the potential of the market that exists, investors are going to want to see this. And all the time by doing this, you're building value uh, in terms of your business opportunity. And really, uh, I suppose a good thing is trying to reduce the investor need if you can. There's no money like customer money. Um, and if you've got commercial traction, well, then you're in a stronger position when you're talking to investors. Okay. Um, investors want to see, however, that you're able and you're willing to make the hard yards. Okay. They want they want a promoter because the promoter is as important as the business idea or the solution that they're coming forward with. So investors want to see that you're able and willing to make the hard yards, and they also want to see that you're open to discussion, you're discussing your vision and your strategy with them. And assuming that that process goes well, when should a startup engage with investors and how might that happen? It depends sometimes on the investor and the syndicate, uh, but usually you know, when you've done that primary research, so when you've got a good understanding of the customer needs, when you know and you've validated the size of the addressable market, um, and when you have a good idea as to what your route to market is going to be. So, um, you know, Investors aren't expecting you to have ticked all the boxes, but at least they're going to want to see that you've got a good solid plan in terms of what you're going to do and how you're going to do it and that you've actioned some of those items and that you've hit a, a few milestones along the way. Um, they also want to see that you know your funding requirements, not just in the short term, but in, in the medium and the longer term. So, And sometimes investors are willing to meet early in the process. And definitely syndicate managers, uh, so like of myself, we're willing to meet uh, entrepreneurs early in the process because then we can advise you as to what investors are going to want to see and how they'll expect an opportunity to take shape. And it's not that you have to follow that route, but at least you understand it as an entrepreneur and you can identify where you want to go, what you want to do. Okay, so assuming that an investor is keen on a startup business idea, on average, how long does it take to build a relationship with an investor and to secure funding for your business from an investor? So, we, as I mentioned, we're, we're you know, match, HBAN is a matching service or matchmaking service essentially between entrepreneurs and, and investors. So, what we're trying to do is qualify the deal flow that's coming in front of investors so giving them investor ready opportunities um, and a lot of our syndicates are sector specific not all of them but quite a few of them are sector specific so we're typically bringing opportunities to investors um, that are going to be of interest to them um, but if an investor is keen on a startup business idea um, you know you should allow as an entrepreneur you should allow anything from six to 12 months to get um, a deal over the line, to get investment over the line. You know, a project that gets a good hearing and gets interest from an investor or group of investors is going to take six months. Um, and typically is going to take longer than that. You're talking up to 12 months. Um, the legals, for example, in terms of getting a deal together can be slow and cumbersome at times, okay? So, um, 
that's you know uh, so again going to your earlier question that's a key part of the process is engaging early with uh, investors um so that when you are are uh, ready to go that you can flick the switch fairly quickly and try and get the investment process dealt with uh, in a reasonable period of time but you got to allow six to twelve months Okay, thanks Alton for that quick overview of the seed investment world. And hopefully this throws some light on the process for any startups who are working their way through the system in these difficult times. That's all for um, the Westpick podcast for today, but please join us for future startup podcasts. And please do subscribe to us via the podcast apps on both Apple iTunes and Google. Thanks again for joining us.